Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your hosts, myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé, The Other Way. As you probably know, our podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode every single Wednesday. And in that podcast, we break down two shows from the TLC network, past or present, and we deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos. We've decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of The Other Way and release it for some more content to your beautiful Trash TV loving listeners. Kate is back, Pumpty Nay! Pumpapolitan! <laughs> that should be like one of those echo calls, right? Like Marco Polo! Pumpty Nay! Cosmopolitan, <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> and you could just do it like across a crowded room, and you'll you'll be able to find your Bravo people. You'll be yep. like, Ching! yeah. I think that's a perfect idea. We should pitch that to everyone <sighs> we know. We should. Well, Kate, you are back, and yeah. you had your birthday. You had a br- look like a brillo time. You had some downtime. You had some relax time. Mm-hmm. Did you miss? all of the fools that we discuss on a weekly basis. Oh, I did, especially the 90 day. I'm just really yeah. loving this 90 day season. So okay. I feel really excited to talk about these people again. Keeps going. It just didn't know. It's okay if you didn't, but did you watch, you did, did you watch last week? So you're caught up? Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Speaking of catching up, dude, I don't know where, we begin, and we may have to save it for our Vanderpump Rules Patreon episode, which comes out every Thursday on our Patreon. Go and sign up, guys. Um, we talk the, the stuff we have to catch up on. Catch up on the fact that I went to go and see Tom Sandoval in the most extras, and I left after 15 minutes. The fact that Rachel has checked into a, not a mental health facility, a wellness retreat. The fact that Ariana was at Coachella and apparently making out with someone, which doesn't make me feel great. And then our strange beautiful. I mean, there's so much to catch up on, Kate. There really, really is. Wait, I think you might know. Is there news of Strange Beautiful that I don't know? No, just general Strange Beautiful. Oh, okay. I'm like, did something Which we'll get into on the show. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on in the reality TV sphere right now. There is. And Kate, it is a full-time job. I mean, we work our fingers to the bone on that Instagram (laughs) scrolling. Listen, I want to say this, and we can discuss it more on our Patreon episode when we actually go into Vanderpump Rules, but I'm worried about Ariana, and I'm worried because she is doing what a lot of people do after a breakup, 
and she's trying to get to the end of it without going through it. And she was apparently making out with this guy at Coachella, which she can make out with whoever she wants. She's single. But I don't, I think she needs to be on her own and with her friends and with a good group of people. Starting any feelings towards another partner or even a casual thing, I'm worried, Kate. I know it's, it's something if it's like your close friend, you're kind of like, are you sure? Like, I know, but it's just, it's hard to say because I know we don't know exactly how it's all gone down. So I don't know, but I, I totally get what you're saying. It's like, oh, I hope you're protecting your heart and everything. Because we've also got to understand like what's going on with her is she's had this rush of publicity, rush, dancing with the stars, the Bloomingdale's thing. And or Macy's. And was it Macy's, Bloomingdale's, whatever. Hope, hope it was Bloomingdale's. Um, and it's all come at once. So obviously say yes to every opportunity. Yes, go and get your money and get get your, you know, um, every type of thing you can. But I'm so worried that everything is so manic that when everything goes still, that's when you break down. I'm just worried. I'm worried about it. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean... We'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. We'll see. I mean, we have a lot to be worried about with these um, cast of characters on 90 Day Fiance. Kate, (laughs) the fact whoever, I mean, this is honestly one of my dream jobs is A, working on Dateline or B, writing the titles for 90 Day Fiance shows. Whoever, it's a masterpiece, a masterpiece this week. Episode 11, the tongue has no bone, but it cuts deep. (gasps) Art. That is high art. I think you're right. I think that you said it succinctly. It is art. And I think what has been going on with this season has been episode after episode. We are getting gold, 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 gold. And it's beautiful. I will say I did see on one of our Instagram um accounts we follow that there is a new season of love in paradise that the show that we originally met danielle and johan on um Mm. and the guy with the terrible hairline Mm -hmm. remember valentino that was his name valentino or valentine valentine he shaved his head so okay thank god thank god That'll be one less thing for us to be confused about as we watch these Exactly. Exactly. So confused. But we have to look out for that. So, guys, if you're looking for even more 90 Day, apparently Love and Paradise. Um, so, Kate, listen, you know how we usually save best to last? Mm-hmm. I have so many questions for you about Jamie and Chris. Can we just get into it? Please, can yeah. we get into it? Yeah, let's start. Take us... Take us from where we start the second episode with these two, Kate. So, um, I can't. Do we see her fly out in this episode or was that last episode? That was the last one. She was going. And Kate, what the big thing that struck me with last episode is, and you heard me say it in the podcast, is that, okay, she booked a ticket right as she booked a ticket and she said to jamie i'm coming back the thing is though i booked a one way now here we go one ways are much more expensive than a return trip ticket she said she was going for two weeks book a ticket with a return ticket for two weeks if it takes you three weeks you change the date but instead she spent double the amount to get a one-way ticket after just marrying jamie and i it had disaster written all over it it did. So we find out she's been gone for three months. It was supposed to be a two-week trip. And she has a litany of reasons, and I don't understand any of them. I needed you. Okay, I want to confirm if you heard what I heard. Yeah, okay. Because I was trying to make head and tail of it, and I needed to bounce this off you. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. I did. I did burst out laughing when she just goes... I was supposed to be there for two weeks, but I was supposed to come back for two weeks, but I've been here for three months. I go, sorry. It's so bad. So bad. And if correct me if I'm wrong, we see her say this in a confessional. 
-hmm. And in the confessional, she goes, I had a lot of trouble banking issues Mm -hmm. and getting my narcolepsy medication. That's all that was explained, correct? That plus she also mentions a very vague medical i've had some medical stuff going on that was it that was it rehab i mean i don't know something no one's saying it yet we're all saying it and thinking it like we're saying it online and we're thinking it and i don't understand all what i wanted in this is you know how sometimes you get like you get the when they're doing confessionals the producer like comes in and they'll be like they'll, they'll ask them a question on camera and they'll keep it in yeah I want to see that beautiful text at the bottom that said that says producer colon <laughs> what type of medical issue like why can we not get that at least I know they dig in on you know how what sex position did you do on your wedding night yep. on these shows yep. but then just the general stuff that's like come on I just what I exactly mean- are you doing back there frustrating yeah i mean but i can't get banking issues okay what does that mean so we see her and she sat in a back garden back in alabama now did she sell the house supposedly sell the house she was living with when she left alabama any idea about that uh well i don't think she sold the house remember the house she was like i was gonna rent this out but then there was was a fire yeah i don't think she sold it because she ran out of time and had to leave for to go on the trip to marry but what about the one that she was actually living in oh that one sorry guys we'll have to go back and yeah well we might have to go back because maybe she did but that's what i thought and i'm like yeah, because she was clearing stuff out, I thought, of that garage. Yeah, yeah she had yeah. a garage sale, yeah. yeah. So or maybe she was renting it, who knows. But the main thing is, is that we see her in this unknown garden somewhere, but back in Alabama, and she said she'd been there three months. And then, Kate, we see them on a FaceTime, on a Zoom call. Jamie's beside herself. She's like, I haven't even seen your face for an entire month. You don't return my calls. You don't answer my calls. You've called me three times in the last three months. So she's got COVID as well, by the way, for the second time. Yeah. So we had Chris leave Alabama and they just got married. Imagine this. She just married her and she said, I need to go back because there's banking issues. Get my medication. I'll be back in two weeks. And it's gone from that to three months. We find out in this interaction that Jamie says, like you say, I've only seen your face. This is the first time in a month I've seen your face. She says, and Chris gets immediately on the defensive and simply says, you know, I don't have my phone with me all the time. I can't answer all your texts. I'm working. Now, riddle me this, Kate. She then, her whole defense for basically running out on her wife is that I'm in America to earn money to send back to you. And then in a confessional, there's once again a vague description of, I didn't have, you know, I realized there wasn't enough money, so I'm back here working. But three months ago, she was, according to us, under the belief, we were all under the belief that she was moving her entire life there permanently and had got all her money sorted, had and got was, money to move in somewhere and live in a new country. And was considering buying a $10,000 bus. Thank you. And then after a trip that was for two weeks, she comes back and says, it's so dire that I need to stay in America and work. Kate, tell me genuinely what is going on. What's going on? She's she lied about her finances. She's flipping yeah. it on Jamie and saying that Jamie doesn't work and nothing's ever good enough for her. But Jamie is just holding her, her to her to the expectations that 
she has based on who Chris led her to believe she is and what she has. And Absolutely. so now it's it's all coming crumbling down and Jamie is in distress because she doesn't understand who this person is and what their reality is because it's all been a lie. You know, I wrote down in my notes here, my second line was probably shouldn't laugh, dot, dot, dot. Um, but my other line was that I, I was looking at her on the screen at, at Chris grappling to kind of say something to Jamie and just go, she is hiding so many lies. I looked at her and I thought, there is so much going on with you that Jamie has no clue. And I'm sure most people in your life have no clue. Mm -hmm. This medication, this money, and, and, and going to meet this woman and then saying, we're getting married in nine days. And so she goes there and gets married and she's like, we're living a whole life. Then she's like, uh-oh, I have to go back to America for two weeks. Uh-oh, I have to now be here three months and I'm working to send you money. She then tells us, I hope you notice this. She goes, I've been doing everything I can, bit jobs. And she says, I've been power washing driveways, painting houses. Now, isn't this woman in excruciating pain constantly from two back-to-back car wrecks? Yeah, this is someone who apparently could not move her neck, but she's doing manual labor every day in order to send every penny of it to Jamie. I'm like, no, no, no. Like none of it adds up. None of it adds up. None of it. She is none of it. I think she's spending it on like drugs or something weird and she doesn't want to own up to that. And now we've said it. Uh, and now we've said it because somebody had to say it and it's going around on the internet. You're watching this and you're like, this is woman that we suspect that we can gather from the show looks like she has an addiction and is covering it up. And I think it's a mix of that. I think it's a mix of lying about her finances, like he said. And I think it's that she got down there and went, fuck this. I don't actually want to do any of this and went back to America. Yeah, I think it's a combination of all three. Yeah, it is. She she realized she how difficult it was going to be for her to, you know, get whatever types of medication, whatever pills she yeah. needs. And I think that. Jamie's getting frustrated because it's getting flipped around on her not working when that seems to have been the plan and it was presented to her like this is okay and now she has COVID you know so she can't really like be pounding the pavement looking for her job and I think that that explains her like falling off the face of the earth you know for days at a time if she's you know it all adds up And you know what, Kate, I may take a little jump back in time and go and watch the first episode again to remind us of what she does, because I can't remember what she does. And I need to go back and and see that. I need to go back and see that. What Chris does? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember any of that. And it's, it's just, it was all bizarre. This entire interaction was bizarre. And then Chris gets up and is to, is apparently so offended so offended by 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 everything that Jamie's saying when it is her wife saying when are you coming back and I never see you she just goes into the house and I was desperate to see the drink she was making by the way because she did you see that Mm-mm. she goes to the okay it, I was tr- my eyeballs were scratching on the screen trying to see that she gra- goes into the freezer and gets ice. Then she goes over and grabs a red solo cup, which, okay. And I see her put ice, but then everything is like below the camera line. So I can't see what she's putting in there, but I was desperate to know what was in that drink because there is shit going on with her. And, and I, Jack I, and Coke and cough syrup. I, I don't know. I know. So okay. then the producer jumps on the FaceTime or the Zoom, whatever it was, or Skype, and was just like, you know, do you want to wait? She might come back. And she's like, she does this all the time. She just goes. I mean, it's so cruel. Like, it's so cruel what Chris is doing. It really is. And 
she's trying to make Jamie feel bad and like it's all her fault. I know. And that's it's just so frustrating when you can't reach someone that you're supposed to be in a relationship with. It's messed up. It's really messed she up. She is messed up. And I hope I hope that they are on every single episode till we end because we have to dig so deep into this Kate and you know you and I want all the deets. All it, the details. Financials. Um, we want them to just get into what is going on. These producers need to start asking but more questions. They really have to. We did see a little scene next week, which um, I just feel like Jamie's going to get steamrolled by Chris because we know Chris comes back, obviously, because of the famous fights we're going to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's talking to her friend and her friend is like, oh, I, and she's like, I just wanted to come back and she, she'll listen to me. She'll listen to me. And I'm like, this Chris is just a pack of lies. It's a pack of lies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which country would you like to go to next, Kate? Uh, let's go to the DR. Okay. <laughs> the beauty, the beauty of Danielle and Johan. This made me really upset, this episode. His behavior? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the coconut. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm the coconut. Her little body. You know I'm... I'm so obsessed with her body. Like, I, I love it so much. And she's always in a little cute sundress. And she's so she's, cute. Anyway. She's very cute. And we see her with that coconut. Because it's Baba. That's it. Baba is her spiritual advisor. Mm-hmm. And told her that she has to get the coconut and kick it around the house to bring peace. Well, it didn't exactly work. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Started with the coconut. And it ended with her going, I'm crying and saying i'm going back to new york (laughs) what did you think of this episode in these two uh it's all i could think about is you telling me that she was on instagram live still in the dr and yeah that's honest that is what i was thinking about i was i was like after all this she's still Um, there it's so wrong it's just so uh, wrong I don't think either of them are bad people. I just think they're so not right for each other. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I think that he was very, very hurt with what Danielle said about, you know, meeting up with her ex-boyfriend. And partially I get it. If I was out on my anniversary dinner with my husband and he's like, by the way, I'd like to see my old friend. I'm going to bring this up on my anniversary. And it was a day before my birthday. I'd be like, shut up. Like, that's horrible. But he was spiteful in what he did. And we see that it's his birthday and we have this bizarro scene with Danielle trying to get a cake in that bakery. They wouldn't, the baker, listen, I worked in a bakery for years and this would happen. People would come in last minute. They, yeah. They're like, oh, can you just like draw some flowers on this cake and write this long message and da, 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 and all the bakers are gone for the day and mm-hmm. i'm just like you know i'm a cashier i don't know and i'm like sorry you know and yep. that's what she was doing and he's like everyone's gone she's like i'll write it i'll write it and finally she won't leave him alone and so this this guy at this cake store gives her the icing to write it herself i mean talk about filler a filler scene it was like it felt like it was like 25 minutes long i was like okay we get it we get it just pick up the cake and go it was so long such a strange scene um so she gets this cake and she says i'm doing a surprise birthday party for johan and we see it and all the family's there and the father of johan he gets stands up and johan's like thank you everyone for coming and And the father said aren't you going to thank your wife and he simply said i already did yikes and what makes it worse is when danielle was upset and she got up from the table and left that little body of her she took it out that restaurant and she left she went down to the beach and johan came out and he admitted that he did it out of spite because he was upset about her there is no relationship in the world that's ever going to be successful when you have someone doing things out of spite towards you it's it's downhill I think that, you know, Danielle was crying and she's saying, my life is for you, my life is for you. And I can't, we forget, there's not only an age gap. 
a cultural gap. But there's also the fact that, I mean, she speaks a hell of a lot better Spanish than I do, and she can obviously communicate with him, but she is not perfectly fluent. How do you convey all your deepest emotions to somebody just in your own native tongue is so hard, let alone having it come across perfectly to somebody else in a second language that you're not fluent in. It's a common issue on this show. I know. Yeah. It's, I was, it's you just, you're always waiting for the Google Translator app to come out. You're always waiting for them to bring it out. <laughs> but Danielle, I mean, it ended really badly. Danielle was like, I can't do this. I don't know why I should be here. And he just goes back to the party and she leaves in a taxi. Yeah, he's telling her, you ruined my birthday. And she says, I need to go home. And he's like, great, the keys are over there. I mean, he's so childish. What she's given up, we've got to remember, she gave up her job in teaching that she was one year out of 20 years in teaching. I mean, she did, you know, a lot of these people are like, I gave up everything to come here. And you're like, well, you didn't really. But she did. She gave up a lot yep. to secure an apartment in New York City again, to get a job. I mean, she doesn't have much of a choice, unfortunately. Except for trying to make it work there. Yeah, she's yeah. kind of put herself in this position where she's almost stuck there i know i know and we know like you say we know that she's there so uh, we're obviously going to see them till the end and um, and we kind of have a spoiler because we know you know we know that she's there so i just think this couple is going to keep going and they're going to keep going for the next couple of years that's what i think until he till they'll break up and he'll claim it's because he wanted a child or something i think that's what's going to happen with these two yeah they'll probably be on happily ever after or something yeah yeah where would you like to fly to now, Kate? Now let's go to Colombia. Colombia, Colombia. Have you been to Colombia? No, I'd love to go. That'd be neither of I. I'd love to go too. Yeah. Except all I could, I'd, I'd only go if I could stay in the place that they did in the Real Housewives of um, New York. And um, when Ramona was in the wheelchair, getting carted around, Cartagena. Oh, Cartagena. Yeah, Cartagena. Yeah. Um, so tell us what's going on with Gabe and Isabel. Okay, so this is Gabe and Isabel. They're they're needing to get married quickly because mm-hmm. if they don't, then Gabe has to go back to the States and he can't yeah. come back until the next calendar year yes. or something. And so yes. um, they're going to talk to a lawyer and basically it comes out that Gabe never got his birth certificate back from the government when he changed his ID and passport to um, match his gender. And so, so now he has to go back to the States and get a birth certificate. It was unbelievably frustrating Yeah, because he sat there with this lawyer and the lawyer said, okay, you've got this and this. And he goes, well, what happened is, is I sent in all my stuff, like original, I guess, probably medical information to get his passport changed because he says I have my passport with my gender and I kind of never got my birth certificate changed because I never got things back from the government so I just left it and when I sent them all the proof that they needed which I re- I think is would probably be lots of medical history and things like that um they never sent it back to me and we all know You make copies of everything always. And I'm so, I understood why Isabel was so annoyed. She's like, how could you never have made a copy of any of that stuff that you sent them? And he's like, I just didn't. I wanted to get it done. And then I got my passport and I was like, I'm good. But in Colombia, they need the birth certificate. So we see Gabe getting on a flight to go back to, um, my, it is Miami. Yeah. To go back to Miami to get this. And he's like, well, it could take a couple of, months and i'm like yeah i think to get all of that done with the american government as it is right now it's so slow i was like that is gonna take months and months but unlike chris he doesn't actually want to be away for months and months but it it's gonna take a really long time so he has to i was thinking it was just the birth certificate is there is there something else he has to get no but i would imagine that would take a really long time no 
No, I ordered mine. I got mine in a week. I needed a, I needed a copy. Well, I, okay. Well, maybe it's because I'm thinking because they have to change it and they have to verify all the papers. I don't know. I just, yeah. I guess all, I mean, I just know about immigration and that legal stuff takes a really long time, but maybe you're right. Maybe it won't, but I'm just imagining getting something as serious as a, that document changed. Yeah. I would imagine that would take a long time. I don't, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he'll be back really quickly, but. Yeah, I guess I wasn't taking that into account that he needs yeah. to have it changed. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't know what's gonna. I mean, these two, like I say, they're the most stable couple out of all of them. Isabel's upset, and they did mention, you know, they were like um, foreshadowing of, oh, your family doesn't even know that you're engaged yet because she, he has to tell his sister. Oh, right. sister, <laughs> that's That'll right. Be good. Yeah, That'll be a he, bit of drama. She she was scared that he won't return, and I was like, really. I think that it's pretty no. obvious how much he loves you. And um, the other thing is, that I want to bring up is that uh, it's been 10 years since all the, since he did all that. So he's had literally a decade to like, get I can't. I can't. It's just, it's uh, these things keep, and it's always just before the visa is going to run out. It's always days before the visa is going to run yeah, out. Yeah. So I don't know. I think Gabe, we ne- we don't see much more. I I think they're going to be very, I think the end of the series will be um, them getting married will be their wedding. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think we'll get drama in Florida with the sister, and then the sister will come back with him to Colombia, and then I think they'll have a lovely wedding, and I think that'll be it for those two. Sounds about right. Yeah. 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 We did not go to Egypt this week, which we had predicted because we had been in Egypt a lot last week and the week before. I was okay with a break from them. Oof. Yes. So we have two countries left. We have Morocco and we have India. Where would you like to go? Morocco, man. <laughs> hey, listen, I defy I defy anyone to tell me that this isn't true love. When we saw what we saw in this episode, and look, we're not going to talk about what happens next week. What we saw in this week's episode... It was pure, strange, beautiful love. Last week we had the poetry and it was written with such pure intent and love for his strange, beautiful fiance Debbie mm-hmm. and her little pearl hair clip. And this week we meet Debbie all in a tizzy asking if she should put a bag over her head because she was going to meet Osama's parents. So we get to the house. Um, The mother and the sister, it's Fatima and Asma. Yeah. And uh, they're making tea, a lovely Moroccan tea. They have uh, it all set up nicely in the living room. Yes. Um. Osama's father, Muhammad, is there as well. And they are super pleasant to Debbie. She hugs them. They're so lovely. They are a dream. I mean, Debbie, you know, she put on a lovely, she got her rings out. She got, you know, her hair was beautiful and flowing. Uh, She looked gorgeous. As we said before, Debbie is a very good looking woman. Like she's Mm -hmm. gorgeous. And we see Osama, when they were packing the taxi, Osama was always a gentleman. He's getting Debbie's getting all their luggage in there. And she goes, Oh, I'm so nervous, man. And also Assam's like, Don't be offended, you know, because my mother doesn't speak a lot. Um, she's just quite a quiet woman. And they go in, and Osama's sister is beyond beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like beyond she's a gorgeous looking woman. And we go in, and that typical, typical, like um, Arabic culture of just being so gracious. The tables were filled with food, like filled with nuts and dates, like all this food to welcome somebody into their home. And the Moroccan mint tea, they did the the pouring of it. it was so elegant and beautiful. And the only thing that the editors did dirty is the like the zooming in on the mother's reaction sometimes. That's the only thing. Yeah. That's true. They had to 
they did a little funny editing. There was a little bit. But like you say, Muhammad, the father, was lovely. He's 68 years old, <laughs> which is younger than De- – how old is – no, older than Debs. How old is Debs? 67. <laughs> so dad is one year older. So <laughs> she was happy about that. She's 67. And how old is Osama? 24. <laughs> this is a wild age gap. Guys, I am so shocked, not because I don't pay attention, well, partly because I don't pay attention, but also because I'm blinded by their strange, beautiful love. Like, to me, it, all I see is love. So I forget that... <laughs> I, listen, I believe that they have love and uh, that yes. they are kindred spirits in this world, but I just think it's not practical with where you're at in life certain maturity that she I don't want to hear it I don't want to hear I just I I don't know well (laughs) I kind of didn't really think about it like I say I'm just blinded by it but 24 and 67 okay Um, imagine being fresh out of college and dating a 67 year old choices were made so I mean look it I I was so happy it went well with the family. I don't know how long they're going to stay stay there, but I am looking forward to obviously the infamous donkey scene and her on the farm and how she's going to interact with the mother and father. But Mohammed definitely, I think he speaks some English. The sister was very good at English as well. She had some English. And mm-hmm. I think the father speaks a little bit. So hopefully mm-hmm. they'll be able to communicate a little bit. But the mother was very quiet and subdued, but they were zooming in on her and her facial expressions sometimes. And I was like... <laughs> beautiful work editors beautiful work i mean i think when you're a mother and your 24 year old son brings home a woman that's your husband's age you're gonna have a few facial expressions a little bit of doubt i'm interested to hear more from the sister as well Mm -hmm. i'm really interested to hear about her but you know it, it concluded with the father going well he looks happy and that's what he wants um the last of my notes about Debbie and Osama, I just said I'm I am a bit I'm a bit worried about next week's episode. So Kate, what what did we see in the next time on 90 Day Fiance Go Away? We see Osama telling Debbie that they are he is going she sorry she is going to bring him to the United States and that's where they're gonna live. Hmm now now look they're it's Probably like a lot of these got these young guys in Morocco with, you know, older women from the United States. It was probably just a miscommunication. Obviously. That's what we know has happened here. We can choose to believe that for the next week. We can absolutely, and I will absolutely choose to believe it. And they did edit it with her going like, and then she was like, whoa, man. God, you know where I want to see Debbie? I want to pick her up from where is she, Georgia? Because she's inevitably going to come back. And I want to pick her up and I want to place her in a house in Laurel Canyon, one of the ones that's really up in the hills. And I just want to give her antiques and her easel. And I just want to see her float down to that Canyon Cafe and hang out with all of the old timers in Laurel Canyon that have had houses there since like the 60s. That's where I want to see Debbie. Yeah, that sounds perfect. That sounds like the life that she should be living. I know. I know. I'd love it. So, I mean, it was a positive episode for those two. It was great. I was happy to see Mm -hmm. it all. I'm, you know, and next week will be next week. Kate, Please take us to India and please sort out this shit show because I can't even speak about Rishi and those smirks on his face. Please, Kate. We start and they're still at the spa and he offers for her to look at his phone because he's saying that he doesn't 
DM with women and uh-huh. Uh-huh. this is no big deal. And oh, uh-huh. that shirtless photo, it's on my Instagram page. So it's pu- it's for the public and it doesn't matter if I send it to someone. And she's like, okay, go get your phone. And so he brings it over. But of course, she can't read what any of these messages say because they're all yeah. Hindi. And so he's just laughing. He, he thinks this whole thing's oh. a big joke. And then that's the spa. The Her friends fly all the way there to visit. I was so happy. But when we saw them, we were like, ah, we were in unison, I bet. Because we didn't even know that. We had no um, like idea that they were coming over. Not that I remember. Yeah. So... Uh, she wants to have some girl time with them before they meet Rishi. And so she has them obviously over to her apartment and they end up on the rooftop with some bevies. Mm-hmm. And she starts to explain what's going on. And yes. it's revealed that Jen and Rishi have not had sex or been intimate for three years. And she tells the girls that he doesn't push for it. And the friend is convinced that he's getting sex from someone else. She, she's like, trust me, from experience, if if you, the guy you're with is not wanting to have sex or sh- like asking for sex, he's asking someone else. I mean, it's, he's and you know what? So he's so arrogant with that smiling at her when she's in pain and saying to him, it's not funny. I'm asking if you're cheating on me. And he's smiling. He may as well have it just written on a T-shirt. I'm cheating on you, Jen. Obviously, I've been talking to other women online. And obviously, I've been having sex with other women. I mean... And, and never forget the friend at the gym, that uh, that woman who's also a trainer, who's told the cameras, I would be shocked if he hadn't slept with any of these women that he hangs around while we're out and about. It's so... I'm just so glad Jen has these friends. I doubt she's going to listen to them. But I'm so glad that she has these friends. And then they all, then they go for a dinner, the three, the four of them, which was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And Rishi just sits down and gets right into it. And he's like, so, you know, I know that you were like talking to me online. And so his whole thing with, because the way he explained all of this is that he knew it was Randy. Yeah. And he was chatting with her, knew it was her, played along. And then he decided not to play along anymore and then blocked her. Yeah, I knew that you were pulling my leg. I was messing with you. You weren't messing with me. I was messing with you. Okay, Rishi. He's smiling the entire time, laughing at her. And she goes, but you know, I said I was in London and that I was going to call you. And he kept, he goes, yeah, but I knew it was you. (laughs) And she's like, okay, so are you doing this to any other women? No, I have so many women that, that send me messages. And then he pulls up the phone and then... She sees all the requests like in your inbox, um, if you don't follow them or whatever. And he goes, no. and she goes, have you responded to any of them? He's like, no, 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 I block them. I mean, if anyone is buying this, like, so she's not, what gets me in this episode is like, she's not upset. She's upset. But the thing that makes her storm out at this dinner is when Rishi and the friends start speaking about this arranged marriage and his parents looking for a wife for him. He reveals correct me on this Kate he reveals that they the parents have already found two potentials over the last couple of years is that what he was saying he was saying that they had presented him before with like three different women I mean his story keeps changing yeah obviously they his his mom is probably constantly bringing up oh well so-and-so's daughter you should meet her or you know my friend at the whatever like our neighbor's cousin you know like she's probably bringing people up all the time but he doesn't want to say that because he thinks it'll sound bad but it just sounds worse because he can't keep his story straight so he told her she's upset because he lied about the woman he was acting like the first time that he had um been set tried that his mom had tried to set him up was right before she got there so then she finds out, oh, there's been more than that. Oh. And so she's mad that he won't just be honest about the situation with her. Hey, guess what, Jen? He's not being honest about a single goddamn thing. Nothing. 
Yeah. So that's what I was kind of, I was so confused because you see that, that it ends with her getting up and walking off. And I'm kind of like, but why is she upset at this? Because I'm like, dude, you found out he's talking to other women on his cell phone. You know that his parents have been setting him up. So come on, it's not just one. I mean, what you really thought this entire time, he's like in his 30s, he's 32, that they have only presented one person for him to be... Come on. Like, you know, I was just like, this is what you walk out on? She's realizing how much he's lying. Like, none of his stories line up. And so she feels... She's starting, starting to see what everyone else sees, which is that everything he says is a lie. I just don't understand why he's with her. Does he just want to be on TV to like up his Instagram right. following? What? Why is well, he doing? Why is he doing this? You see, and remember, it's not like they just met and went on TV. They've been together like three or four years. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like he wants to come to the States. It doesn't seem like, you know, he's an educated man that has a job that earns money. So it's not money based and she doesn't have any money. So you're right. It's kind of like what happened. I'm wondering if they met pre, well, they met pre pandemic and they carried on speaking and he's been doing whatever he's wanted to do in India. Then she said, should we go on a show while they were still talking? And he goes, let's do it. And I think then he perked up and was like, yeah, because remember, never forget my eagle eyes spotted that first scene when we met him in the first episode in that gym i spied behind him a youtube plaque for a certain amount of viewers so whether the gym's monetized whether he's trying to get monetized on youtube as a personal trainer someone there is doing something for publicity and social media what would be better than going on american tv show I like that theory. I don't know that she's that good of an actress because she's really getting actually upset about all this, but maybe is it? Oh, no, I believe her. I'm saying that he struck her along. I think they met. She was like, oh, and he was giving her all this because he was sleeping with her when she came over that first time they met. And he goes, oh, you know, so in love. And yeah, we'll keep talking. Of course, you're my girlfriend. She pissed off back to Oklahoma on the farm. And he's like doing whatever he wants to and keeps, yes, my love, talking to her, whatever. Pandemic hits. They can't see each other. They carry on talking. They carry on all of this. Then she finds about the show and she's like, we should go on the show. It's perfect for our relationship. And he goes, ding, 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 ding. I thought you were saying she was in on it too. And I was like, I don't know if she could do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That theory makes total sense to me. That's, that's what I think's going on. That's what I think's going on. That makes so much sense. Yep. And he is just loving his face being on television. And can you imagine the women that he had reaching out to him then? And now he would love this show. Yep. He's eating it up. Well, I did see a spoiler. Somebody leaked a photo on Instagram of their engagement party. So with family. So I don't... And remember, he has a date. His astrologer friend, the 2nd of August, he at 4 p.m. is when he has to tell his parents. What do you think about that? His friend saying oh actually i think two months from now would be a good <laughs> did he put his friend up to that no okay no. i think okay. the friend okay. is a genuine astrologer and genuinely believes all this and i think re- oh i'll tell you what did make me laugh with this segment is the editors were brilliant he she goes but why haven't you told you know you just you just haven't told your parents you just tell them and then the and he goes i need some more time and then they did a cut of every time he said, I just need more time. Two years ago, I just need more time. It was brilliant. That was really great editing. Yeah, I laughed at that too. And then don't forget, we see uh, next week, the friends going, maybe we should just tell the family. <laughs> they are doing such a good job. I love it those friends. such a good job. I'm telling you, I wish one of my friends would get um, into a terrible relationship with someone abroad because those friends are getting paid to travel to India, by the way. That wasn't their buck. They're getting (laughs) flown over there on holiday and they're being brutally honest with their friend. I mean, 
it would be great i needed a holiday so <laughs> i'll see who i can get to uh, meet somebody online very quickly but yeah it's they are a mess those two they are a mess and i can guarantee you jen's in oklahoma right now as we speak she's in oklahoma she must be i think so well well, those are, that's everyone for next week. I mean, what I would like next week, Kate, is I don't need Nicole and Macklewood next week. Yeah, I want uh, I want a lot of Chris and Jamie. Thank you. Yeah. I would like that. I think we can go heavy in on Chris and Jamie and heavy in on Debbie and Osama next week. Agreed. Yeah. That's what we want. TLC gods, listen to us. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us on um, this episode. And we are loving this season so, so, so much. So um, make sure, please, that if you are loving it too, that you hop on over to our Instagram at Tender Loving Care Podcast. Follow us there. Comment on all the stupid memes that we make that we think are so funny, um, but probably aren't <laughs> to anybody else. Go on there and like everything. Comment, send us an email at tenderlovingcarepodcast at gmail.com. Kate, anything else? For uh, tell a friend, tell all your friends that watch 90 Day uh, about this great podcast that you listen to. And that is what will help us the most is spreading the word. So thank you so much for being here. And we'll see yep. you next week. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.